Cat's right, about so. to do a leap. No, don't. No, stop. So, Robert Pattinson. Uh, yeah, like, I mean, uh, honestly, I think the only thing that, only movie I've seen with him as a character to completion is probably the fourth Harry Potter. And I think I've no. only seen that, like, twice. And he's you know, not good he's, in that either. He doesn't complete it. Yikes! Cedric Spoilers. <laughs> Spoilers for a book that's been out for 20 years. <laughs> but there's a whole generation of children coming up that don't know about this. And they're if they're listening to our podcast, they should go to bed. Make believe money. Make believe money. Three fine folks discuss fictional finance. Make believe money. Welcome to Make Believe Money. I'm Liz. I'm Damon. I'm Dan. Dan, what are we talking about today? We're going to talk about Batsman. Could you say that in a Batman voice? Uh, no. <laughs> but in our next episode, I promise you a lot of Bane. <gasps> Yay! Okay, I'll say it in a Batman voice. Today we're talking about Batman. <laughs> oh, good luck future oh, Liz editing that. Have fun with that. <laughs> I think Liz is going to pull the mic out and I think redo that one. <laughs> probably, probably never mind. <laughs> We've talked about Batman before. Do we need to do a plot on this? We didn't. Do we, we which talked one are we about talking Batman about Begins. Today? We're gonna. This one's technically The Dark Knight. Oh, okay. For what it's worth. Okay, okay. To be fair, Batman, I think, is like the fourth most recognized figure in the world after like Jesus, Jesus Vishnu, and Superman. So like... Weird. Yeah. Santa doesn't make the list. Wasn't like David Duchovny really high on that list <laughs> for a while? At once? one point, I think. <laughs> I literally. Just, could you imagine? No wonder it all went to his head. <laughs> no, I really remember reading once that he was like the third most recognized person on the planet. Maybe it was only like real people, but even still, I was but like, still, "Are David you kidding Duchovny? me?" People forget how X Files like changed the television paradigm. It really I'm did. Just saying, uh, like, and also his spot on Zoolander when he's got his hand in the glass container. <laughs> Remember that really solidified. The Does that happen in the first twenty minutes? Because I never caught it that, that early on TBS. <laughs> there it is. If you're playing the make believe money drinking game, a mention of TBS is probably <laughs> high on the list. Oh man, if somebody makes or a make believe money drinking game, or reference to something that I think was in a cold open that we probably didn't talk about. Hmm. Who knows? What a fun crapshoot this podcast is. <laughs> <laughs> We're having a great time, <laughs> and you're suffering through it. I was going to say, on. We seem to care a limited amount about I our think we exclusively do this for our pleasure, so... Honestly, we wouldn't have done 85 episodes? Yeah, we got less <laughs> listeners than we have episodes. That means we're doing it for us. I think so. Yeah. But if you want to give us money, I'll take it. Listeners, not Dan or... Also, or tell three of your friends you would about take our it podcast and rate us on me. Apple Podcasts. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Someone's got to do some more heavy lifting around here, because I'm the only one mentioning Apple Podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, do we want to talk about the Batsman? Yes, let's talk about Batsman. This is Batsman 2. Return of the Batsman. Return of the Batsman. <laughs> the now, Batman gets his groove back. This is a different back. movie than Return of uh, Batman Returns. Yes, correct. Which is a movie I also like. This is Batsman gets his groove back. Yay! <laughs> he and Angela Bassett. <laughs> who Damon always confuses with Angela Lansbury. That's <laughs> my favorite thing. But that's okay. I confuse Hugh Jackman and Gene Hackman. <laughs> I get it. Two sexy men. I think I've made that joke on this podcast before. <laughs> <laughs> that felt very familiar. Uh, do we need to do a plot for... I don't know what you picked this out of it. This is Dark so. Knight. This one is uh, Joker, Batman, right? Yeah, we should probably do a quick one. Okay. 
Um, so this this Batsman starts with a bank heist with a bunch of dudes in clown masks. Correct. Turns out uh, the head of the whole operation is a total nightmare and uh, didn't really care about any of it anyway. It kills all of his compatriots and the bank manager. No. Just he, scares he, he, no, he, he got a, he, a grenade in his mouth. 100% dies. <laughs> no, but then it gets pulled out and it, it puffs out smoke. Remember, but, it's whatever doesn't kill you makes then, you stranger. But then the bank blows up on his way out. Oh, no, yeah. it does not. No, that's, that's the, hospital. the hospital later when he's bringing a nurse out. I'm pretty no. sure. Uh, that guy does it. not die on screen. Does Admittedly, the mob comes has... and kills him. Yeah. Okay. For sure. probably got some you don't sort of see weird that, poisoning. But he definitely gets killed by okay. the mob. Later he'll die. But. But turns out. we all. New, new freak in town. We got the Joker who is starting up messing shit up in, in Gotham City. The Jokesman. <laughs> um, and is just after Batsman just got the whole city cleaned up. He comes in and cracks everything open again and scuffs up the floors. And Maggie Gyllenhaal is now playing his girlfriend, Batman girlfriend, instead of Katie Holmes because Katie Holmes got busy being Katie Holmes and not I think Katie Cruz. Being kill- held captive by, by Tom Cruise. <laughs> by a cult. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, but... So, she got her freedom and then looked at and went, working with Christian Bale, that seems like a quick way to immediately lose it again. No, thank you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> um, and so there's What's Harvey Maggie Dent. What's Maggie been up to of late? She's in lots of little indie movies, oh, yeah. I think, is mostly her scene. Hmm. Why would I want to push my baby away from me? Have you ever seen Away We Go? Oh, I think you guys, maybe this is the perfect time to watch it. It's about, like, a couple who gets unexpectedly pregnant, and they're, like, trying to move around the country to figure out where they should live to be, like, near family or near friends. And, like, they go to hang out with, um, it's uh, John Jim Krasin- from the, John Krasinski and Maya Rudolph are, like, the couple. And they go to hang out with a friend of hers from college, who's Maggie Gyllenhaal. And her like weird husband. I think it's like his sister, actually, isn't it? No. I think she's familial. I don't think that it's like okay. a friend. Yeah. But she's like a weird Earth mom, and they give her a stroller as a gift because she's got like a bunch of babies, and she like rejects it and is like, "Why would I want to push my baby away from me?" And they like finally have enough, and they put the baby in the stroller. He's like two, and they're like, "Do you want to take a ride? Come on, kid!" And they like put him in the stroller, and they like push him around, and they're like, "Isn't this much better than what your mom does?" And they like then they leave, and then they don't live there. It's so that's the and sweet. That's the plot of Batsman. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> also, there's this one kid that shows like walks up to them in the hotel room in a hotel that they're in, and is like, "Oh, you're gonna have a baby. Babies are weird. They like to breathe. I, I, I have a baby sister, and I held my hand over her nose and mouth, and I thought she stopped breathing, but then she didn't. She was still alive. And her mom comes. His and mom that comes person grew to be Ted Bundy. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. It's a weird movie. Uh, it's very funny. But so the Joker drives the mom. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Maggie Gyllenhaal in this movie plays Batman's girlfriend, who used to be played by Katie Holmes. Slash kind of Harvey Dent's girlfriend. Kind of Harvey Dent's girlfriend, because Batman really fucked Very up. Very actually Harvey Dent's girlfriend, I think. Yeah, but like, yeah. you know she liked Christian Bale. Um, Harvey Dent is running for mayor? No, it's... Uh, District uh, attorney. District, District attorney. attorney. Um, and that's a big plot point that kind of goes not very far. Well, he is a district. Trainer. He already is. Yeah. Okay. He went, he, and he wants, got it. He wants to clean up. He's like fighting Gotham. Yeah. Oh, he wants to do it the legal way. And right. Not the and rich. he's like showing people that the, the system works. The institutions work in theory. Which is like, not really though. Um, uh, and has Batman already gotten the city surveillance thing? Was that last movie or? No, no that's, that's the end one. of this movie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
So they so, contrive a way to get like a bunch of the mob off the streets. Yes, but Joker starts fucking shit up and collecting all the bad guys in Gotham to like recruit to him. Kind so basically, of. they put a bunch of pressure on the mob, and the mob hires the Joker to kill the Batsman. And in the meantime, shoves a pencil through a guy's head. And like drive the city insane, basically. And he does. He sets up a bomb on two ferries and says that if people on one ferry say that the other ferry should die, they'll kill, they'll blow up that other ferry. But if they choose to blow up themselves. No, it's a, it's like a, it's you blow them up before they blow you up. And if nobody blows each other up, I blow blow you both both up. up. And then they're, they like have to debate whether or not they should blow the other people up. And they like have a detonator, right? Right. They're they're given. Um, But nobody blows anybody up and they don't blow up. Right. Right? Yeah. Batsman saves the day. Batsman saves the day. Yeah. Batsman can't save the day when the Joker, uh, he tricks him. He gets a guy with a bomb in his belly, and in the meantime, he's distracted. And Joker, well, you're talking about a lot like, of plot points, but there is <laughs> no cohesive story here. Yeah. <laughs> you guys could guess my rating, I guess. <laughs> well, and here's the a little bit of backstory to why that happens is this was actually the script for two separate Batman movies. Oh, that. Chris Nolan shoved oh. together into one. One about Harvey Dent. This one is about one movie about the Joker about and one Two-Face. movie about Two Face yeah. that he was like, I'm gonna do them both at once. And that's why and this Two-Face movie really is suffers from it. Four hours long yeah. and drags through the middle. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of car chases and a lot of bombs planted in people's bellies. Yeah. But in the end, what happens basically is the Joker kidnaps Harvey Dent and Maggie Gyllenhaal and puts them in two separate places and threatens to blow them both up and says that Batman kind can't of that happens at the yeah. end of the second act. Oh, that's right. He blows up a hospital later. Yeah. Because yeah. Harvey Dent's in that hospital. Yeah. Because, spoiler alert, he Batman tries to save Maggie Gyllenhaal. Turns out he actually saves Harvey Dent and Maggie Gyllenhaal blows up. Correct. And Harvey sad. Dent still gets have his face melted, melted off. off. Melted off. So they take him to the hospital where he goes slowly mad because he doesn't have eyelids on one side and they don't give him anything to do about it. They're just like, hey, that'll be fine. He yeah. did. They do say he refuses skin grafts, but yeah, you would think like an you, eye patch would be in order. I mean, eye drops <laughs> <laughs> constantly. You yeah, have you know, skin graft of some kind. That's not like a, like you're not getting Yeah, there was a point. There care. was a point where he was unconscious and didn't have an option that I don't think they would have like required his consent. I was going to no. say, don't you kind of go into shock if that, if your face is just hanging out like that? If your skin like is that? just open and you yeah. definitely lose no, you don't. Eye. You die. Yeah, you do. Well, I, die. I, like, shock, eventually. shock is step one. Yes, and then eventually <laughs> leads to death. If you don't put a shiny blanket on them, they die. This is like, <laughs> I have kind of the same problem with this as I have with how Khal Drogo kills Viserys Targaryen in season one of That's Game of Thrones. very satisfying, though. Uh, it is, but it's just like, I know, like, clearly if you pour molten gold on someone's head, they're going to die. But do you think that <laughs> but they I would was, melt more? I, oh, no, it just kind of like blew my mind. It was like, well, like, how like what would you call that? You what know? kind like, of death is that death? And I think like ultimately I came down to like it is just like it is shock basically. Well, I would imagine like, it probably burned through his skull and onto his brain. Yeah, but I still think that's like technically shock because it's like your brain just like stops. I would call it blunt force trauma. I mean, it's po- you can be in so much pain that you have a heart attack. Uh, I guess it's true. That's true Could too. be cardiac arrest. Oh, yeah. Good lord. Also, I haven't read those books in a long time. Could also be suffocation. I think at one point, doesn't he like pour it down his throat or something? Oh, he does in the books. He does. I thought he did in the books, but again, it's been a minute since I've read the books. Over top of his head. Yeah, but I think his mouth is open and it does go down his throat. Yeah, that would do that. Suffocation or at least burning from the inside. I bet it's burning. It's also super sad because he's like seventeen. 
in the when books. When you think about it, yeah. He's a total douchebag. He is a total douchebag. He wasn't going to get any better. Yeah. Not that I advocate murdering he was douchebaggy also, teens. He only had like, he only, only knew like 12 yeah. people and they all wanted him to be a god king. Like, yeah, that's it does weird things to your brain. Yeah, it's not a great way to be raised. Yeah. Speaking of Batman. Uh, Batman. Yeah. Batman. Only uh, knows like 12 people and they all, and wanted, they also to wanted to be god, god king. king. Well, they're all trying to talk him out of being god king and he keeps being like, stop trying to convince me to be god king, everybody. No, guys, I've given it up. But I'm like, just going to do it a little more. And they're like, good, give it up. And he's like, okay, you talk me into it. I'll go do it again. Yeah, I mean, I know you want me to. Okay, buddy. Um, So. I do like this movie. It is. Not this is the, the best, best of the It's the best of, of the Nolan ones, yeah. And it's not. I like Batman Begins fine. Yeah, it's not like I the best that it could have. I think there's ways it could have been improved, but like. It's I think not this bad. is the most propulsive of the three of them. I think that this one still has its troubles. And it definitely agree, takes itself like, too seriously. Yeah, in the way that I think all of Christopher Nolan's stuff does, but like I think that this, in particular, like it just—I don't know—it captures a spirit of, like, Batman that I think gets lost in a lot of other adaptations. The Batgeist. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, so he blows up the hospital. Joker blows up the hospital that Harvey Dent's in. Yeah. But Harvey Dent lives he does he goes and uh kills some corrupt cops sure because he starts his whole coin flipping thing he starts yeah. his whole coin flipping thing and works his way to uh commissioner gordon family because he's basically family. like you should have basically he's mad at everybody who put rachel in the line of fire rachel yeah. oh that's right rachel rachel <laughs> <laughs> uh, i can't believe i forgot about that <laughs> which is happening concurrently with the joker plot with the boats yeah at the the climax of the movie. Oh. The, the Joker's point is he's they he's trying to like break the city's spirits, yeah, he's and like so he's trying to do it on the public scene. But like w- when he, that fails, he's like, "Well, I still took their like example of a good institution and broke it, so that'll be all fucked." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, and then what happens? Showdown between Batman and and Joker. Yeah. So Batman yeah, Batman, Batman uses his like uh like. All too prescient, um, like surveillance. <laughs> Correct. Device. Yeah. How um, did he have that already all hooked up? Um, because he has like a government R and D, like, uh, Deus Ex Machina at his disposal to just whip together whatever he wants. Okay. And that's and called creates, Morgan Freeman. He creates like this like super sonar of like tapping into everyone's like cell phone. Oh, that's to, right. To like create this like sonar web of the city. Basically, so, like, he creates on, China like, in about five years. Yeah. Mm. Or the NSA, like, five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Barf. Wow. Dark dark world. Um, Thor the dark world. <laughs> uh, so he does that in order to go and stop the Joker from blowing up the boats. Um, and then goes and joins up with uh, Two-Face and Gordon on their plot. Um, where he throws Two-Face off a building to, like, yeah. save the f- commissioner's family and then takes the heat for all the killings that Harvey Dent did. Including yeah, Harvey's Including murder. Harvey's own murder. He's like, yeah. I killed him. But, because he did. That's an actual crime that Batman committed. <laughs> that is a crime that Batman committed. Wait, but Harvey Dent, I thought he lived. No, he dies. Oh, that's Although, I don't know. Yeah. If, do, I don't remember. Does Batman kill him or does he, like, fall off? They or... fall from a great height. Both he and the Joker? No, he, he, no. And, he and, uh, he and Two-Face. 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 The Joker lives. Ironically. Where does he go? Prison. Arkham. That doesn't seem safe. No, it doesn't. That's the Arkham entire like conceit the of least, Batman. Yeah, Arkham is <laughs> the least successful like psychiatric hospital prison thing in the world. There was I don't a, know. That there, one in Hogwarts didn't work very well. No, also true. Although that one seems worse. <laughs> um, there was a, a 
when everyone wanted to know what the follow-up was, um, there was uh, thoughts that DC's Doctor Strange, who is a, um, a, a like, crazy, um, what do you call him, psychiatrist who runs Arkham and is, like, obsessed with figuring out, like, why Batman is messed up, was going to be the villain for the third one. Interesting. I thought that would have been pretty chill. Yeah, but DC's too scared of characters you don't already know. Yeah. So we can only go back over the other things. Probably would have gotten the Riddler again. And you probably would have cast Jim Carrey again. I would have been fine with that. <laughs> I, like, I like that movie. I think it's stupid, but I love that movie. I actually thought it was going to be Jogolev as the um, as the Riddler. But for then a they long were like, time. my first name's Robin. So. I can live without that. We'll talk about that in an hour. <laughs> um, so where in all of this chaos did you pluck some money out of, Dan? Uh, I just plucked all the money, basically. Wait, we didn't do ratings. Oh, right. Oh, okay. Real quick, give your number. Uh, uh, over uh, over this movie in just particular, this movie. just this movie, I would give myself probably uh, a seven because there was a period of time in two thousand nine where this was like my fall asleep movie, mm. and I watched oh, wow. it like that's a dark movie to fall asleep to. I never got yeah. past like it's good the, to fall asleep in the dark. <laughs> Shut your mouth. <laughs> I honestly never got past the like the set piece in China, so which by oh, the way, that plane would have been shot down. Yeah. Wait. China? Yeah. Yeah. There's, we didn't even talk about this. There's an IMAX scene where there's, there's a, the mob has a banker who's squirreling away all their money who's a Chinese national. And so he goes to Hong Kong to not get extradited to oh. not just find out where all their money is. Uh-huh. And Batman and goes and brings them back. Yeah. I remember that. But now. he like gets air, like this plane has an attachment on the front that like pulls him out of a, a tall building. Um, he like has like a, a, like a parachute balloon thing that he like shoots up in the air and it kind of like shoots a cord up up and then he gets hooked to the cord. But this is post nine 11 and there's just like a jumbo jet flying through the middle of Hong Kong. No, thanks. This would have gotten shot down (laughs) as soon as it entered this airspace. And they were like, Hey, what are you doing here? And it's like, Oh, nothing. (laughs) Don't look at me. Just crime, that's all. Yeah. Not that crime, though. Yeah. But, like, crime for good reasons. Yeah, don't worry about it. It's money crime. It's not murder crime. Yeah. Just an international crime. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> not that international yeah. crime. Abducting uh, a sovereign citizen of a foreign nation. nation and extraditing them without yeah. permission. No big. Are you Interpol? Then you can't shut me, shoot me down, can you? <laughs> no, no, no. Diplomatic community. <laughs> <laughs> but your rating? Uh, probably seven. Okay. I've um, seen it a bunch of times. I would have given myself a way higher rating in the past, but it's been so long since I watched it, I'd probably give myself a four. Clearly, I don't remember the plot in any kind of order. You remember a lot of pieces of things. This is how my memory goes, is I'll remember things that have happened, but in no way will I know when they did. <laughs> Unless it happened in a very shiny sequence of things. I have a magpie brain. <laughs> you did remember all the shiniest pieces of this movie. I was actually just thinking that. All I was the like, shiny ones. You remembered a lot yeah. of the cool pieces, but not really the order or why None they happened. None of the happen. connectors or yeah. any reason why. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's about my understanding. And I gotta say, like, the unshiny bits of this movie are very unshiny. Yeah, there is a whole lot of, like, okay. Yeah. Spinny wheels. There's a lot of, like, people in rooms talking about things, and you're like, this character is the mayor? Why does he have eyeliner like that on? Yes. <laughs> his, eyeliner. his eyeliner is so distracting the in this movie. Eyeliner? The entire yes. movie. It is like every time oh, you see guy. him, yeah. he is has he that Batman eyeliner. Well? I think he's no. Batman well. Well, he might be. 
Yeah. He's been around. He's that guy who's been around forever. I'm and like, pretty yeah. sure the mayor from Batman thingy is Batman Well from the, the tick, 90s live action. The 90s tick. live action tick. Perhaps. I, I maybe am wrong, but I think so. But either way, he has a very distracting eye makeup on. <laughs> You're that beautiful did man. not seem necessary in any it's way. Like, it's to the point. You it's pay like attention to it so much. He was being cast in a silent movie. That it's like. This is a character choice that like is like, not being telegraphed entirely. Like he was why like, he's... the mayor likes to feel Nestor confident. Nestor Carbonell. Nestor. Oh, that's his actual name. Yeah, and I think he is Batman. Well, I could be wrong. If not, he should be. That series was like ninety three to ninety four. Yeah, I think. I'm going all the way back. Oh, how much has he been? In? He a big guy. He, yeah, he's a that guy. Good job. No. Mm, no. Maybe not. Aw. What am I looking for? The tick. tick. No, yeah, oh. there he is. Yay! Batman Well! Just, yeah, just 2001, 2002. Oh, later that's than, a later, later show than you thought. Is that an Easter egg then? I guess so. I don't know. He's, I th- mean, kind of right. It like happened, Batman, yeah. Batman well. it happened when I was a child, so it basically means that in my brain it would happen between 1994 <laughs> and, and 1997. That's fair. <laughs> um, okay. So Batman Wells, the mayor, that is the shiny piece that Liz remembered, but in no context other than. Correct. Yeah. Um, but, uh, my, yeah, what did I say my rating was? I'll stand by it. Four. Great. <laughs> what are we talking specifically about? I basically just went through all of the money in this thing, and we kind of got into one of those weird ones, kids, where we did <gasps> okay. some weird math. Oh, I love these. Because the premise of this, I was originally How big do... are the mayor's eyes, and <laughs> how much volume the do they contain? And if he Hold had on, diamonds for I eyes. will go back a few <laughs> spreadsheets and find out Please for you. Please don't. That's a disturbing thing to think about. <laughs> so I was going to start with uh, how much money did they actually steal, and then I just wound up extrapolating that through a bunch of things, and it got real fun. Okay. So, in theory, they say that they stole $68 million this in that, like, very first bank heist scene oh. with the six folks. Is this the, the joke pile of money the joke, they yeah. later burn? No. But we are going to get there. A shiny thing. <laughs> a shiny thing. So, the first thing I wanted to see was, did they steal $63 million? Seems uh, Or like, 68. Excuse me. 68 is what they say. Seems like too much for a bank to have on hand. Uh, that would it probably be bank. true, but it is a mob bank, oh, so that's arguably so. However, we got into volume measurements, which is always fun. (laughs) So I found the size of an average duffel, which is 25 inches. Oh, that's bigger than your average By 18 (laughs) inches, by four and a half inches, which can theoretically, based on the volume of a bill, a $100 bill, because that's the highest denomination, fit $2.4 million. Do you know that's like the, the, the most suspicious thing you can ask someone when you try to buy a duffel bag? <laughs> How much money can fit in here? How much money do you think it fit in here? <laughs> it's about $2.4 million. That's a large amount of money. That doesn't yes. take up that much space at all. No, that would be doesn't. a lot of duffel bags for $68 million, though. Yeah. Yes. You only see them having seven duffels, so there's more money to talk about here, so we'll just blow through this, but, so, spoilers. It's only, like, 14, They only steal, like, $17, 17 million. million. What's the denomination there? $100? $100 bills. Okay. But that is, there's a reason, and also those duffels would be, so it's doesn't it doesn't seem like a lot of money, or it seems like too much money to fit in that, mm-hmm. but really, the thing about it is it'd be heavy. It's like oh, yeah. I did the math there too because I have lost my mind. <laughs> this is my favorite thing. And it's it's fifty five pounds Ooh, shit. of money. You would to, like, not paper's think heavy. Paper to move, would be that heavy. Uh, no, fifty three pounds. You know? Um, 
Yeah, because every million dollars you steal is 22 pounds. Oof. Wow. In hundreds. So it's like, it's heavy shit. See, now that makes me feel a little better about it, though, because, like, that amount of money fitting in a duffel bag makes it all seem so small. And you're like, man, I can't even get that amount of money together in my day-to-day life to fill a duffel bag. But then when you realize it, like, is hefty, then you feel better about it. Because I've got a jar of quarters that's, like, about that same amount. (laughs) Now I'm just trying to figure out how heavy the, like, bed of money from Breaking Bad is. You've got to go right through the floor. Like... Uh, it's like in a storage locker they were fine oh, but okay. like um, but yeah I mean like it is like king bed size like two grown men lay down on it like they're gonna go to sleep damn <laughs> here's here's some fun uh, real world knowledge though about money this is why the European Union stopped printing 500 euro notes they were too heavy no because they weigh the same as all the other notes, babe. <laughs> Actually, no, that's I mean, not like, true in the Eurozone like, because technically the bills are slightly different, different sizes. sizes. Because that's the better um, way to do it because people who are visually it's more accessible, impaired can't. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, um, which is also why they changed the colors for mm-hmm. the people who are visually impaired. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They're different tastes. They taste different. Yeah. The orange one is orange. It's lemon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, the 50s taste like maple syrup and the, the $2 bills taste like, like a cocaine. loon. Like a loon? <laughs> Wait, what? It's important to me that you know Canada's not in the Eurozone, though. Oh, no, I know. They want to be. Do they? I was using <laughs> I was using my own point of reference. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> no, the reason they stopped printing 500 euro bills is this deters people. The fact that a $100 bill is the biggest makes it harder for organized crime to move large amounts of cash oh. because it gets big and heavy to move a lot of cash. So when they started printing Eurozone, basically all organi- or 500 euro bills, basically all organized crime started using them and I wonder because it was a much more efficient way to move large amounts of cash. They you should think... really make them uh, just like oddly shaped though because the most expensive thing to ship is air actually. So right. there you go. Yeah. Although I like to, the if you ever get a mailer from from something that you don't agree with and it has a, like a no postage paid thing on it, you can put like a, a small piece of wood in there instead or something that's not bendable and send it back to them. And because it charges this like whatever organization differently based on the weight and whether or not it's bendable. It'll charge them more to ship it back to them. It's like a teeny so, way to stick it to so them. So we should get like, like a bunch of like lead fish weights and send them to like the the like crisis pregnancy center ones. Yes, yeah. if they like ask you for money and you don't agree with them, you just send them back like a wood slat that can't be bent. And uh, if you can't bend it, then the postal service will charge them more for their mail. Awesome. It's stupid, and also those kind of companies That's... never send you anything with postage already paid, but, you know. But that is so petty, and I love it. It's very petty. <laughs> it's my favorite kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what I was going to say is, uh, do, you think, do you think that there is any tie between the um, ending of printing 500-pound notes or whatever, and uh, or Euro notes, and the start of Bitcoin? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> you know how, so. like, cryptocurrencies no, are tied to No, because they stopped uh, <clears throat> printing, they didn't stop printing the 500 euros until 2018, oh, which was okay. after the Bitcoin's advent of Bitcoin bit. for and pretty significantly. And and yes, fall. and there you go. Renaissance. Um, Renaissance. So, then I was like, okay, so how much money was in that giant pile of money? If I now know volumes yeah. of monies... <gasps> How much wood could a woodchuck chuck? I can figure out how much money that was in that pile. Did you have to figure out how tall Heath Ledger is? Like, <laughs> Basically. <laughs> so here's what we did, folks. This is, a, this is a crazy one because it's been a while. Oh, I love these. So it was somewhere between two to four 
men high. So I did it for both. This is the one I couldn't figure out. The average man is 71 inches, so it's somewhere between 142 and 284 inches high. Okay, okay. It was about six men wide. The average man is a 16.1 shoulder width, inch shoulder width, so that comes to 96.6 inches wide. I don't know why I imagined you'll just like turn the man on his side to measure <laughs> and measure it. him lengthwise <laughs> laying down. It's about three men long. Yeah. Uh, and then so we assume it's about the same depth. width, like yeah. depth. Sure. Right? Yeah. It seems to be like a big round pile, probably. Right. Um, so, volume of a pyramid. This isn't going to be perfect because it was technically more of a stepped pyramid, but like for, for government a work. Ziggurat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> correct. Uh, length times width times height divided by three. So, your volume of a pyramid. Uh, so we come up with somewhere between about 450,000 square inches to 880,000 square inches, depending on whether it's two or four men high. Man. Knowing that the volume of our duffel is about 1,800 square inches, based on the length, width, height that we gave you earlier, that means that this is somewhere between 245 or 490 duffels, <laughs> each, of width, each of width worth 2.4 million. So we wind up with somewhere between 588 and 1.2 million dollars in that pile. That's Wait, all? that's all? No, that can't be right. Oh, sorry, 1.1 billion. Billion. Oh, yeah, okay. sorry. Almost 600 million, 580 million to 1.1 billion dollars in that pile. Damn. Now I'm gonna start saying bigger than a duffel bag instead of bigger than a bread box. Which <laughs> maybe checks out. Probably not on the high side. That seems high. Sure. However, the guy says that the $68 million that the Joker stole is a relatively small amount. Okay. And $68 million as a percentage of the $580 million is about 11.5%. Yeah, that's not that big. Which is like enough to call small, but still enough to maybe call a meeting of all the bosses to like have to a conversation like, this guy's about. guy's trouble. What do you want to do about it? So like that doesn't seem crazy off base to me. I buy it. Yeah. Yeah, that checks out. But then Joker commits a terrible crime because you're not technically allowed to burn money and he does it 580 million times. Half a billion times. That's his biggest so, crime. <laughs> I don't know if those sort of crimes stack, but like that seems like a lot of community service or you whatever you get for hope, burning a bill. You sort of would hope that the it would be one crime, really right? Be on his case. <laughs> burning monies. Although, I don't know how that would work. Maybe he'd only get, maybe he'd only perpetuate that crime 290 million times because technically he says he only burns his half. So. He took, half, <laughs> he took half away? He took half so of the mob's money. The, oh, so that's the only half. The banker took all of the mob's money and hid it. And the he found half. So that, promised that, that he would get it back for half. So oh. that pyramid is all of it. Oh, and he And then his argument is that he it. only burns his half. Ha, ha, ha. Very funny. Yeah. Cool. Okay, go on. So then I decided, how... How many people should the mob have employed <laughs> based on this much money? How many people do you need to form a mob, you know? Like yeah, a I mean, flash mob could be like I two think or three. It's, <laughs> gotta be, I, think it has, I think it has to be greater than nine, technically. Greater than nine. Anywhere there like are eight's, eight's, eight's company. Yeah. Anywhere Otherwise there are two of them gathered. Yeah. So there I am also. <laughs> Grumble. <laughs> 
you had an opportunity to say whatever your stupid word is here, and you didn't say it. He didn't. Thruple. <laughs> there he did. <laughs> your stupid word. You can lead a horse to thrumple, but you can't make. Uh, but if you get kicked in the head, <laughs> <laughs> then your sight comes travel. back. <laughs> um. So. Yeah. How many people in a mob? They said sixty-eight million uh, was a relatively small amount. So what I actually did was I just decided the. And they say there's five banks. And they robbed one of them for $68 million. Mm-hmm. So I decided the other were all 20% larger. Just, just decided that number, but that seemed like roughly a fifth, but maybe a little less than a fifth would be sure. about right. Which gets them about $400 million, $394 million. So then what I decided to do is look at what uh, the average revenue per employee in a number of different companies. Question. Is everybody yes. who banks with these banks part of the mob? I don't think so. No. Okay. I just wanted to know because I know there was like some innocent bystanders in the. Yeah, I think that like the. No, bank that would needs be probably to... hard to keep a good cover if the only person. Because you need like the stream of general average transactions, I feel like, to cover up your. Your laundering. If you look at all of our episodes about money laundering, you need like <laughs> other. Go cash back and listen to those. Right. The, the crime that sure. And that's sure. actually how you launder, probably, is you take a bunch of regular people's money. And you give them a bunch of money from the crimes you've done, but then they're like interspersed amongst the the, regular money. the normal money, and it it basically cleans out. You're like they're looking for marked bills, but they find them everywhere on average people, so they can't use that to track back to like, mm. oh, you just bought a boat with all a bunch of bills that we know are stolen, therefore you must be the person who stole them, sort of thing, right? Mm. Okay, I'm into it. So, anywho, I looked up the average revenue per employee by sector uh, of the economy. So there's industrials and information technology and materials. Do? Not as long as you'd think. These are <laughs> metrics that are actually commonly followed in, in some places. I'm so impressed. Anyway, uh, the average turned out to be... How did, hold on. It's been a while since I looked at this. Oh, this would be number of employees. I got it. Uh, so the average I didn't actually do, but I can do right now. I just did the actual number of employees. So the average is about $726,000 of revenue per employee. Okay. We should eat the rich. Just yeah. putting that out there. Or the mob. Sometimes they're both. Right? But anyway, <laughs> and the average number of employees per uh, like revenues was about 569. Nice. I didn't say that very well. But anyway, here's the point. <laughs> if you divide um yeah well hold on sorry it's been a while since i looked at these numbers i did them a few weeks ago no 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 do, do, yeah you guys do, 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 ah here we go so the animated batman i think is like just that's the best the, that's my batman yeah at the end of the day you know batman beyond's my batman yeah but that also includes kevin conroy i know so that's the best of both worlds i know that's why i like it so much it's got um, him, and it's also got hot teen Terry McGinnis. Okay. Here's what we did. We got it. We're back on it. Got it. So we looked at the average number of, or we looked at the average revenue per employee for each industry, 
And so that's a different number, right, for each industry, and then divided the mob's revenue by that. So if the mob was an industrial business, they would have X number of employees. If they were an energy business, they'd have X number of employees. Okay. Uh, if they I were see. a utility business, they'd have X number of employees. If they're a healthcare business, they'd have X number and of employees. And average across all industries. All and average across all of those. For their own separate industry. Yeah, presuming that there's probably some that are better fits than others, but they're in a lot of sectors probably. So just assuming, like, let's say, what is the average based on what they... So the average... Uh, was that they'd have about 570 employees. Huh. That seems smaller than I would have thought. It seems small to me, too, but some of the industries, especially, like, energy, they make a lot per employee, and, like, industrials, they don't make as much per employee. So you could argue, based on this math, as many as 1,000 uh, or as low as basically 200 if you, you know, that's sure, the, the, the numbers, the, the, the range that's being averaged. But if you think about it, like, at least for The Dark Knight, um, Gotham is functionally Chicago. So you're looking at a city of, like, two and a half million, million people. Yeah. Like, you know, an employer of almost 600 people say, is, like... like not actually all that big when you think about it. Like, how many people are in the, like, city government in Chicago? Yeah, and like the whole of the city government, I imagine, is more than that. I imagine so, just because yeah, that, that also crosses a lot of like subsectors. Like yeah. Public employment is difficult because they have to do so much. Right. Um, well, you would also expect that. I mean, you would otherwise be arguing that there's more mobsters than police and oh, sure. judges. I mean, well, like. Well, I mean, like, it makes sense that there'd be so many mobsters because they have to do so much. They're basically running their own, like, city infrastructure underneath the city. Well, you also have to think about, like, it is a high risk, high reward occupation, mm-hmm. technically. Um, so, like, you're looking at, uh, and this is, like, the totality of, like, organized crime in the city, too. Like, right. And we see, like, five families, like, in the film, yeah. I think. So that breaks down to be like 120 people per company. It's like know? a large business, but... Well, yeah. the other thing you have to remember is this is, to make kind of a weird analogy, this would be your employees. Sure. So like you're not talking necessarily your contractors or your just occasional workforce, right? So like... Temp workers. <laughs> but I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like the analogy yeah. I was going to say is like if you... These are people you're providing benefits for. Right. Like, you might be paying a guy who might be running uh, a laundromat but selling drugs out of the back, but you're probably not selling, like, paying the laundromat person. Like, they're not a mobster. Any laundromat staff would run up the laundromat. Right, and you're paying them some extra amount under the table to use some of their space and not tell, right? So these are, like, legitimate mob These are the people who are the... Employees, capital E employees the of, the mob. of the mob, Versus and there's probably who just benefit or are harmed by, yeah. right? And just yeah. like, and that that's, was just an example, but like, there's like any other business, right? You are probably buying and... drugs from maybe some cartel and reselling them, but you don't have a necessarily like operation to make them necessarily, right? right, right? right, right. You are just you have suppliers and like, but they're not your employees in the same way that like, you know, Boeing buys steel to make airplanes what have you but they're not mining the steel if you will so yeah um also a crime technically what that would be that would be a a monopoly oh if they own the steel mills if they own the steel mills Uh, that would not be a monopoly that'd be vertical integration that's allowed 
That is a if monopoly. They were, a monopoly if they, were, if the they were the only airplane. only place you could buy airplanes. Oh, okay. Or the only place you could buy steel. Either of those would be a know. monopoly. This one's just the other way, and it seems crummy, but it seems fine. Okay. Yeah, I learned a thing today. It's kind of <laughs> shitty, but it can be done. Um. Yeah, so, I, I buy that. Mm-hmm. Plus, you actually do see at one point. I felt okay about it because at one point. They charge all the mobsters at once because they have like they once they pooled their money they can charge them all as like one crime syndicate. So mm-hmm. if they have something on one of them, they can basically say they're all accessories to it. Sure. And they actually even say the exact number, but it's in like the three hundreds, I want to say, or something like that. Yeah, it is like they call it like the biggest. It's a RICO case, like right. That's uh, it's an acronym for some sort of like um, racketeering. It's racketeering. Uh, three other crimes yes. of the same <laughs> like initialism um but i'm trying to but, see if i can find how many um obstruction like how many people no how many people they got in it um because they say i remember in the movie being like 200 people at once how did you get so and so to like hear this case or something like that yeah oh yeah is there a scene of a giant room of people all yelling at a judge? Did I make that up in my brain? Uh, they like go through the five hundred and forty nine. Like men. booking five hundred and forty nine. Wow, so you hit it like yeah. right I got now. damn close. You really did. I feel pretty good about that. Yeah. All right. It's not Price is Right rules, but you know. Yeah, you did go over. Yeah. Ah, damn. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, Diane, great. who wagered a dollar, is, the is now the won. winner. She yeah. walks away with the prize. She, she gets to go to the showcase. A dollar. <laughs> Two dollars. <laughs> um, there's a there's a documentary about the guy who um, wagered exactly the right amount of everything on The Price Is Right and was the only like exact showcase showdown that they've ever had in the history of the show. Hmm. He like spent too much of his time. <laughs> you know why? Because he was unemployed before <laughs> he got on that show. Very probably. You know about the guy who did the, like, what's that show? No whammies. He, like, learned the patterns mm-hmm. so that he could win that show every time. Yeah. Um, I, I cannot remember the name of it because, like, the reboot was called just, like, No Whammy. It was called Whammy, I really? think. Yeah. yeah. Like, maybe uh, it was Whammy. But maybe the old, the, no, the old show, like, no whammy, no whammy, had no whammy, no whammy, no a whammy. different Stop. name. Hmm. I think it was like press your luck or something. Oh like. yes, it was but, press your luck. Yeah, um, yeah, because you're right. The, uh, the next one was they rebranded it as just no whammy, but it was press yeah. your luck. No whammy on the Game Show Network. I love the Game Show Network. Yeah. Anyway, so so five hundred and sixty nine mobsters. Nice. Um, uh, I think that's most of the money things we went. I went through. That's a fair amount of money things. Oh, just not to make end on a sad note but you know we go dark here <laughs> we're make-believe money this is our thing <laughs> if we had a better healthcare system rachel would still be alive go on and i'll hear you out she did get blown up by like 70 gasoline i will bombs. say that like no amount of doctors will yes. fix that. <laughs> however she got kidnapped by a cop who got flipped by the uh. mob because she was having trouble paying her mother's hospital bills and so they told her, like, bring Rachel here because oh, she was getting we'll escorted home, like, bills. under guard. And she was like, they were like, bring her here. And she was like, I didn't know what she, they were going to do to her. Yeah, fine, whatever. The point is, there is all sorts of, and this is, like, real, real talk here. Real there talk. is all sorts of desperate things that happen due to medical expenses. Oh, yeah. Fraud, 
stealing, but even just like taking bad loans that you can't afford or borrowing more than you can deal with or like all these sorts of things that like doctors who don't actually do anything. The world would just be better if we had a better healthcare system that just didn't make you decide between staying alive or being able to live. Isn't that the saddest thing? I think about that all the time. Like that book, um, that I think you also read being mortal. I love that. Talking about how, what limit you set for yourself for like, if it comes to it and things are like not going to maybe get better, what do you, what's your like limit for when you'd like to be like taken off of care? And I'm all and for part quality for versus me, quantity. Yeah, but, but like, like when the idea of like, of well, I'd like, like to leave an inheritance, exactly, but if I get this medical treatment, I won't. I don't want to put my surviving family into financial straits because I want to keep living for longer. Like that's a terrible decision to yeah. have to make. Yeah. Being alive is a basic human right, and yeah. you should not make people decide whether they want to continue to do that. No. That's a decision that's not fair or right. No. I have a lot of very strong opinions about Especially it. Especially in a world where we don't have to ration care. Exactly. Right? Like, there is been times in history where there just is not enough to go around, and now there is, and instead we just put barriers around it for some reason. Like, for you're certain an entitled... Uh, asshole if you think that you shouldn't have to choose between like leaving your family money or living. You oh, know? but yeah, very much so. Yeah. Or like even the small things like making sure that your like kids get the healthcare that they need, like that you can afford to have children. Listen, I'm, I, the world has been a very bad place for women lately and it makes me very upset. And a lot of it comes down to like, why don't we care about the people in our country? That's the only reason we have a government. We all decided a government was a good idea because they could help huh. take care of us. You know that what I mean? That's a good point. It just feels like a government is a thing that I was just like, we have to have it. And I'm not yeah. like, and we, we do have to have some sort I mean, of governing I'm system. I think you just turned that into an anarchist. <laughs> <laughs> I am an anarchist. No, you're no, right. I, Burn it down. Seize the means of production. Let's do this. I'm not about that. I am not about like... I'd say grab your torch and pitchfork, but I think it's raining. But as soon as it's done, get your torch. Grab your torch, uh, your uh, road flare. (laughs) No, but like, I mean, again, I'm not suggesting we don't need any sort of... But it is weird to think about that, like, the whole point of a government is to make life better for the people and, like, run the system for the people. And it seems like nobody's happy with it. No. And it's like... Sometimes that's fine. I don't think anybody's ever going to be entirely happy with it, but like people are dying. Yeah. (laughs) They're literally killing us because they can't get shit done. And we're like, that's fine. This is the system. We decided to decide who gets to live and die. My mom said And they're doing a bad job, but we should just leave it. Yeah. This is okay. This is the government just is, and we don't have any control over it. We're like, literally we're the reason there is a government is because we're the people who live here. It just makes me crazy. My mom said once, a long time ago, and I stand by this, that the government should be run like a nonprofit corporation, and it's not. Like, it is technically supposed to be, but it's not the way we run it. Like, we should be taking care of people first and not focusing on, like, money and where it goes to, like, the people who benefit from government activity. Like, what we should be focusing on is uh, the mission statement of the United States <laughs> and addressing those needs first. It just drives me crazy. Like, healthcare is a human right. Life is a human right. Water and food are human rights. You don't get to tell people how to live. The Nestle Corporation would disagree with you. And it makes me so <laughs> Anyway, you got no, Lizzo with soapbox. But, but, and the Nestle Corporation also has human rights. I was about to say, the Nestle oh, yes. Corporation is a people. person. So therefore, their rights are no more important than yours, Liz. Corporations are people, binders full of women. <laughs> God. 
<gasps> so again, didn't mean to go dark with it there, but I'm just saying Liz none of this would have happened <laughs> if that hadn't happened. And you also, money is very heavy. Right, money is very heavy. You're lucky we don't go this dark all the time. <laughs> Suck it, listeners. <laughs> This is what happens when there's about 18 abortion laws in a week. Life Liz gets a little hard. Gets mad. <laughs> uh, don't tell me what to do. Um, Liz, would you end the show? Okay. Do it now, Liz. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks for listening to Make Believe Money. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> you should sign our show off every time that way. <laughs> Thanks for listening uh, to the Make Believe Money. I Sorry about all that. <laughs> really bad that I put you through that. Um, oh, no, no. I have those feelings all the time. Come back next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. Be apologizing yeah. to the listeners, not yeah. to Liz. Uh, <laughs> this is the just uh, one tiny chip away of the deep rage that lives in my heart. <laughs> You're welcome, America. Uh, I've been Liz. <laughs> I've been Damon. I've been Dan. Uh, as always, thanks to Charles E. Miller, a lovely and uh, not horrible in any way musician who makes all of our music for this lovely podcast. Um, catch her on Spotify, or if you're in the L.A. area, she's got shows all the time that you should go see. Um, also, please rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, I don't know if you should take this episode into account. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe don't lead with how this one went, but... Uh... But if you like us generally, we'd appreciate a review. <laughs> um, well, uh, if you're also mad about the world. Yeah, if you're mad about the world, we get it. We're there with you. Um, and email us your... your I don't want to hear your thoughts and feelings on it, because I'm also mad. Uh, but send us ideas for podcasts that maybe don't leave us talking about the government <laughs> at makebelievemoneypodcast at gmail.com. Let's talk about how crazy, how heavy money is. Yeah, let's talk more <laughs> about that. That's nuts. Um, okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>